Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Seventh Man Podcast. I'm Will Beverina. I run Dimer2K.com and write about the NBA 2K League. I am Josiah Cohen, and I write about the NBA 2K League for Dimer2K.com. And I'm Len, and I also write about the NBA 2K League on Dimer2K.com. Very redundant intro. Uh, we're, we're back for episode 19. You can check out all of our previous episodes on our YouTube channel. Just search for the Seventh Man Podcast. And uh, we have most of our episodes on iTunes, Podbean, and now Spotify as well. Uh, last time we were here, we talked about week two. Uh, we've been a bit inconsistent with getting this pod recorded as uh, work and school and life things keep coming up. But we are shooting to keep a tighter schedule from here on out and uh, hopefully get weekly pods in from now on. But today we are going to talk about the turn, which is happening Thursday of this week. Uh, $180,000 and a piece of the coveted banner on the line. They're going to be playing in Las Vegas for this one, the first ever tournament held outside of New York. And uh, they're going to be doing some archetype band system that they're going to be testing out. There's going to be a lot of new stuff going on. And uh, we're actually going to have Len on scene for the tournament. Uh, for the first day at least. So uh, on Thursday, be sure you give him a follow to get updates straight from the source on that. So we're going to start this conversation with a question, fellas. There are five playing games uh, starting on Thursday. These are the teams at the bottom of the standings. So first we have Wizards District Gaming versus Magic Gaming, then Pistons GT versus Raptors Uprising, Grizz Gaming versus T-Wolves Gaming, Celtics Crossover Gaming versus Nets GC, and then Knicks Gaming versus Lakers Gaming. So, which of these teams has the best chance of winning this entire tournament, guys? Magic Gaming. Magic Gaming. Magic freaking gaming. Why is that? Book it, lock it up. They have the best chance of any sleeper team. Look, they're they're the 12 seed. They're the highest play in seed. They've got the number 21 team to face, right? That means they're going to have the easiest path in the main bracket if they get out of their first game with a win, which you know I expect them to do going up against, as they are, against the winless Wizards District gaming team. They're a great team, too. You know, Two and three doesn't really give them the benefit of the doubt. It looks bad on paper, but they've been better on the court than they have been. They've played some very tough teams. And, you know, I really trust Jonah to, to pull out all the stops. You know, I think Reed is going to have a great tournament. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. And if a team like the Blazers doesn't uh, pull out this tournament as the favorite, I think it's the magic all the way here. What do you think, Len? Yeah, for me, uh, I mean, this is a, a, you know, pretty difficult decision as a lot of these teams, you know, in these games are, you know, they they have more than just one issue, it seems like. Uh, but when I look at these these rosters and, and take into consideration the whole archetype band format, uh, and people might think I'm crazy for this, but I, you know, with the T Wolves' first game being against Grizz Gaming, I could definitely see them coming out of that game. Uh, I know the I know that the Grizz have looked a little bit better in recent weeks, but um, I don't know. I could just see you know the T Wolves, depending upon like what um, obviously what archetype. They get banned. Uh, I don't know if you know many. I, I'd hope many teams are aware of it, but Bear actually plays on a sharpshooting first, playmaker second, um, uh, point guard build. He doesn't play on the playmaking first, um, play uh, point guard build. So uh, hopefully teams do their research and they actually ban the correct um, archetype when they play this team. But uh, needless to say, I, I, I just when you, when I look at all these rosters, if they get through this Grizz gaming team, I know that they'd probably uh, play that Blazer Five team, who's, you know, probably consensus best team in the league right now. Uh, they're on fire, but uh, if if you could catch them off guard, uh, you know, get some rhythm in that Grizz gaming game, and then go into that game and and kind of shock the world. Um, again, it, it'd be um, it'd be hard to say that that you know all all these games. I, I you know I'm just kind of lost for words of who I'd really take, but uh, T-Wolves seem uh, roster-wise and, and matchup-wise the most likely for me. Yeah, this... I, I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all. No, I... Like, I, I mean, what? to me, I don't How? see... I don't really they, see they don't it have either. hood. For me, yeah, I know they don't have hood. I don't see it either, but, 
it, it, out of all these options, okay, I take Ra- I take Raptors Uprising and they play uh, Pistons first game and then they potentially play the Bucks the second game. I mean, Pistons can you know they've shown that they can you know play really good when they're on their on their uh, you know putting out their best efforts and then the Bucks are no slouch either. I don't know. It's just uh, I I I'd like to agree with you with the Magic, but I, I don't want to you know. As redundant as our intros were, I don't want to copy you in your answer as well. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'll, I'll say the T-Wolves. I, I understand like it, it's going to be laughed at, but they're just the team I have to go with. I don't think they're going to win their first game. I, really? You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be a standard. I don't think they're going to win their first game. You've been I so think... high on the Grizz all year, so I'll take that. Definitely. And you know what? <laughs> I, I grasp I grasp at a straw here. I'm good. I, you know, Vandy played so well last week, so so well. And yeah, they got they got smacked around in their second game against the Jazz. But the Jazz have been a lot better than we give them credit for. You know, I, I think I think by not playing Hood, yeah, you know, and that's not for sure, right? Hood has not gone anywhere yet. He might be back into the fold, but you know, with an interim head coach and with their best wing score not playing. I think that's exactly the matchup the Grizz need because J-Rod's been very inefficient lately. Um, you know, they don't have to worry about him so much. He doesn't he doesn't have to worry so much, you know, with Nacho in the starting lineup. Nacho's a score first guy. Um, but that's that's his best attribute, you know. You can give J-Rod some time to get out of his inefficiency. I think Vandy's going to be really good. I think Authentic is going to be phenomenal, you know, do do the T-Wolves, you know, I just feel like the T-Wolves are limited right now in terms of their scoring, and I feel that Vandy has done enough to the point where in a game that's still going to be a pick-and-roll pick and roll battle, I just like Vandy and Authentic to, to come out with the win. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, like I, I, there's definitely a case against it. I, I, like I said, I'm just looking at these teams, and, and there's not any favorable, you know, outside of the Magic where you could say, okay, they play the Wizards first and they play the Kings second. There's not really any favorable you know, uh, playing game matchups, in my opinion, or teams. Well, yeah, that's, it's like, these guys are in the playing game for the reason, for a reason, right? It's like, we're looking at a lot of really flawed teams right here. And, uh, I mean, Josiah kind of got the cop out with, you know, picking, picking the, the highest seed of the playing game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and he wants to, he wants to go in on our choices, but, I mean, hit me with the magic. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I could argue for another team. Give me another team you want me to argue yeah, for. Dude, you pick another team you want to argue for. Give me, give me your second choice. My second choice. Hmm. Um, you know, without without remembering the exact paths, I, the Knicks are the Knicks and Lakers are like seventeen and fourteen, I think. Um, you know, but you know what, Celtics, you know. The Celtics have been terrible in the regular season. It's they've been absolutely terrible. And they're really good in their last game, which happened to be right. And they're really good in tournaments. And you know who they just beat for their first one of the regular season? The Nets. Who are they playing? The Nets. Right? Celtics are really darn good in tournaments. Um, And if the Celtics can, you know, and you argue they might suffer a lot from the archetype ban because they're very one dimensional um, style of play that could be affected by the archetype ban. you know, but they've they've proven themselves in tournament at least to the point of getting to the finals. They've they've not been able to get over the hump, but they're playing a team they've already beaten, and you know we know they're a good tournament team. And I think being a good tournament team does count for something. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. This this is a really hard question because, like outside the Magic, I really just don't see it for anyone. You can argue all you want about the Celtics. I think they're just they just don't look to be the same team that they were at the tip-off. Like, people have figured out... People figured out that Profusion was their biggest source of offense. And you take that away, and suddenly they're, they're what, one in, one in three, one in four right now? I already forget. But um, I, I just don't see it, because they needed such a good performance from Profusion in that tip-off to get to where they got. And they're not going to get... There's, there's no way... That profusion averages twenty five or thirty points again in a tournament, right? I mean, there's no way that ever happens. So, it's 
it's tempting, I think, to pick the Celtics just because of their history of making it to so many finals and tournaments. But um, I don't know. This season is just so hard to see that happen at, at this point for them. If I had to, yeah. if I had to pick a team, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to add the snippy little comment that I would especially not pick them if they tried to play Profusion at center again. That's well, the, the, <laughs> so this way I, I want to play devil's advocate with them real quick because it is easy to say, oh, history says. But this is a whole different tournament. This is a tournament we've never seen before where, uh, you know, you get to pick an archety- uh, archetype that the other team specializes in and completely take it out. This Celtics team, you know, it seems I, – I don't know if they've went, besides at the tip-off tournament, if they've went – uh, consecutive games where players were playing the same position, like they, where they didn't have one player switch a position. So it, this is definitely a team who's who's having identity issues as far as like finding who plays best where. So on top of that, now you're adding in where you can now uh, take the uh, sharp playmaker uh, point guard away from Fab and say, okay, now you have issues as well too. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's easy to 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 look back and say, okay, every tournament they go to the finals or whatever it is, but uh, but yeah, this is a totally different animal, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, but no team has ever been to the finals in a tournament that has an archetype band system. And if we want to play devil's advocate, I could argue uh, by the same token that, in fact, not having an identity might be helpful if you have to worry about shifting it, right? Are teams practicing this week is what I want to know. You know, is a team like the Warriors practicing with Gradient on the pure lock at small forward? and Beast move on the pure sharp at shooting guard, are they practicing like that, or are they relying on their in-game adjustment? Because, you know, the Celtics are slippery, and the Celtics have two very talented scorers in Fab and Profusion who might be good at playing off the cuff more so than teams that are a little set in their system. And if, if, if a team hasn't prepared for the archetype band, which I would think most teams are preparing for it, um, then, then it, you might struggle. You need talent to do well in tournaments. And, you know, talent can get hot. And Fab and Profusion had the talent to get hot. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. we could go back and forth all day. So, I mean, I I could see it going either way. I'm just saying to, to go back and say, oh, this is a tournament team. Uh, this is a, you know, this is just totally different to me. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I guess I could switch my my, my team to them as well. But um, but I'll, I'll stick it out with the Wolves. I I. I, I like their first-round matchup, and then hopefully they get lucky in the second round. Well, and also by me picking these teams, inevitably the Magic, the Grizz, and the Celtics will lose in the first oh, round. So I, really, I mean, all of our predictions are, are not yeah. going to come through. I'm, I know, I'm yeah. already fully prepared for that. But uh, I, I don't know. If I had to pick a team, picking someone different than anyone we've discussed so far, um, I don't know. The Raptors? I don't know. How do, how do we feel about the Raptors? We like the Raptors. Uh, I know you like the Raptors. <laughs> how, how do you feel through an objective lens, Josiah, about the Raptors? Uh, I will attempt my best Kawhi Leonard laugh in imitation here. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Look, I, I think the Raptors you know, could, could definitely come out of the, the group, the play-in uh, game here. The Raptors are actually 1-0 um, in play-in games. Um, in their in their brief history in the oh, NBA 2K league in playing games, that's on, there's um, only been one playing game though, hasn't there? No, there've been two. There've been two. There've been but the two? Raptors are one and zero. Oh, the Raptors oh, are okay. 1-0. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no. So actually, I I think the Raptors uh, could do well. You know, the Pistons are, are still struggling a bit. The Raptors. Um, what I like about the Raptors is that in regards to the um, archetype big band, the Raptors have a lot of players with high-level experience at multiple positions. So it's not going to be such a, a change for them if they need to switch some things around. Uh, look, the Raptors are a good team. Um, Raptors have a lot of things they need to tighten up still. Um, and, you know, Kenny still has to get more adjusted to the point guard position for, for them to really explode. But, you know, I, I, don't, I never count the Raptors out for making some, some serious noise. For me, I mean, yeah. Ken, like So Kenny's looked better than Doza did on the point guard position, but he's been playing on that sharp, sharp point guard. We haven't seen him on like a playmaking build yet. So if I was just an opposing team, I'd say, okay, now it's time to see if Kenny can actually play on a playmaking build and just take away his, you know, that shot sharp that he's been accustomed to playing because he played it at the three. They moved him to the one to play it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, 
sure, I, I wouldn't be shocked if if they beat the Pistons, but I, I don't know. I'm not as high on this team because they they still don't have a point guard. Uh, and, and in a in a tournament where where you can you know really exploit the weakness of them not having a point guard by taking away the one archetype that's worked for them to date, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little bit lower than Josiah on uh, the Raptors. Okay, well, I I mean, I don't know. Do do we do we have any other teams in mind? It's like it feels like picking out of a hat really when you look at a lot of these teams because i already said this they're they're in the playing games for a reason they have a lot of issues um we we've talked about the t wolves josiah likes the grizz and the raptors and the magic uh how about how about, um, we, talk about, how about we talk about the one I'm, team i'm the only one how about we talk about the one team that's actually came out of a scenario like this and actually won a tournament before Knicks gaming yeah, you think you, they're yes. gonna win this? <laughs> no not not how they currently. No, I agree. But I mean, if a team, if we're, you know, as I as I was, you know, arguing against saying, oh, the Celtics are always good in tournaments. Uh, let's not go again. You know, let's not go with what history says. Uh, it, it'd be you know hypocritical to say the you know go the opposite way with Knicks gaming. So I mean, it, again, they you know they have backcourt identity issues as well. Um, I think uh, the difference with them compared to Raptors is, uh, you know, they've they've had you know bright spots out of Malik. They've had you know, even though they've there's been much more few, they've had bright spots out of uh, Adam as well. So uh, I could definitely see since they're you know struggling since their backcourt struggling, I could see more teams taking away goofy strengths, which might actually help. the backcourt out if the Knicks are able to say they take away uh, against the Lakers, say they take away that shot sharp three uh, and really take um, Kev out of his element. Yeah. That takes Malik out of his element too, but maybe that helps. um, Maybe that, I don't know, maybe Adam will be able to take over. I don't know for me. Yeah. It's getting to a point where I really don't know what, what to say about any of these teams, but um but yeah, I mean, if there was a team, I guess Knicks—they've done it before. So, did, yeah. Did you I, just suggest that the Knicks are better than the Raptors? No, I'm saying that their that their backcourt is more promising, in my opinion, than the Raptors. No, really? Uh, well, wow. as a whole, yeah. Just because they have they have Ooh. two guys who could potentially, you know, we've potentially. seen. Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know. Uh, no, I, no, I would no, absolutely. We are, we're good. Would, no, no way. You're sleeping would, on all hell, Trey, big time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would he's absolutely. Been, he's, been he's been good too. Yeah, I, I, I totally, would, I totally spaced about all hell, Trey. I did. I would absolutely take Kenny over Adam any day. Oh, for sure. At this point, any day. Yeah. yeah. No matter, even when he's at point guard, Kenny right now is is much better than Adam has been. Um. And, but I think uh, what I'm saying is I think other teams notice that and they would take away Kenny's strengths. Whereas the backcourt in in New York, no one's no one cares. You know, like the the focal point when you play the Knicks right now is is Goofy. So in that in that instance, that means that you're going to take away an archetype that favors Goofy, not an archetype that favors the backcourt. Whereas with the Raptors, you know Kenny could play on the shot sharp point guard, so you'd game plan for that. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that's a credit to the Raptors' backcourt. I'll take a debilitated Raptors' backcourt, you know, debilitated with one at one archetype over the Knicks' full strength, full archetype backcourt. Yeah, yeah but that's what I mean. I'm not, phenomenal. Yeah, but that's so. I'm not saying at full strength that the Knicks have. I'm just saying that the fact that the Knicks' backcourt won't be touched as far as the archetype band format goes, uh, I I like that more for the Knicks than for the Raptors where it's going to, you know, affect uh, Kenny's production, in my opinion. But I, but the Knicks are still going to lose with Goofy. I think, I think the Knicks just, you know, the Knicks are so reliant on Goofy right now. He's putting up monster, monster numbers. Um, he, he's been an absolute safety blanket for both Adam and, and uh, Malik that I think taking Goofy away from the paint, if he goes to a sharpshooting rebounder, we'll see about that. That would be, that would be so weird to see Goofy on a sharp rebounder. Um, if he goes to that, that would just, you know, debilit- that would that would really diminish the Knicks in terms of their overall strength more probably than I think. Um, you know, banning Ken- Kenny's 
preferred archetype would. Yeah, but yeah, in my opinion, I think the Knicks have an easier matchup as well. They play the Lakers, the Raptors play the Pistons. Uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that high on the Lakers, so uh, I mean, I could see them being more likely to come out of their first round matchup than potentially the Raptors. I mean, yeah, the Lakers. You know what? Yeah, I mean, look, I think we both think that the uh, the Knicks are gonna gonna try and shut down Kevin the three, and Kevin has done well to prove himself the two this year. You know, he had some good games on the pure sharp early in the year, um, but I think yeah, the, the Knicks, the Knicks playing closer to their potential um, is is probably a better team um, than the Lakers without Kev still playing to as as close to their potential as possible. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Okay, well, uh, I, I I guess that that about covers most of the teams if. If we didn't mention your team, it's okay. We were completely unsure about anything. That's I don't even know if there was a point to asking this question. If any of these playing teams win it all, I don't know. I, this this league really does challenge uh, everything you think you know week in and week out. So it's possible. But uh, my, my question is: Are the Wizards going to look competent? Uh, doubtful. <laughs> 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 I, I I think that the Wizards need to discontinue this Reese oh my point goodness. guard experiment so immediately. So immediately. Um, I I wrote this like two or three weeks ago that they just need to go back to what they know best. Just just put JT at point guard and, and just try to let him make something happen. And you know if it doesn't work, it can't be that much worse than how they've played with with reset point guard i think it, i mean it can't be worse at all <laughs> they've had some close games but reese just does not look comfortable at all running an offense he's just he's just better when he's in a you know a, a spot up shooting role and um reese, yeah it's reese reese has more combined turnovers and fouls than he has points in the regular season that's yeah. I, I think it's it's twenty six turnovers for six point five per game and nine fouls compared to just thirty four points. And the Wizards' backcourt is shooting like thirty three percent from the field. That's uh, you that's can't what, do that in this league. You cannot that's do what, that. That's what we in DC call the uh, Jan Mahimi special. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, good old Jan Mahimi. Wow. Uh, no, not good old, not good old Jan Mahimi. That's that not we, a throwback because we, he's still on a sixty-four million dollar contract, Josiah. Hey, as as a Toronto Raptors fan, and the Raptors played Jan Mahimi many years in the playoffs. Uh, good old Jan Mahimi. <sighs> All right, I, I really can't get into a Wizards rant. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, what's some other? We we didn't really touch on the Nets. I don't think. Uh, what do we think about them? I mean, like the Nets four straight losses. Four straight losses. The Nets have four straight losses. That is a correct statement of factual evidence uh, that I don't have much to rebut it with. The Knicks, the the Nets. Excuse me. Whoops, that's bad. Um, <laughs> the, the Nets have been trying uh, some things. You know, they've worked some more players in the data lineup. I think Shuttles has actually been. Um, you know, he, he hasn't had an explosive season, but he's. He's stuffing the stat sheet in a number of different areas. Um, Wavy's, I think, been flying under the radar as well. I think he's been one of the better rookie point guards this year. Very good, um, very good. Really, really good. Um, and, you know, if, I, I feel like this is a team that, you know, it's got a lot of puzzle pieces on the table before them, um, and it's trying to fit them together. Um, and I think they will fit them together at some point. And if this is that point, then they'll win and they'll be good. But, um you know they 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 certainly have not completed the puzzle yet. Yeah, for me, I mean, I don't know. I I I was pretty vocal on Twitter when uh, they first implemented um, shuttles into the lineup. How good he is in pick and roll defense. Uh, you know, on top of that, playing next to Nate in in that scenario is you know I consider them one of the better pick and roll duos uh, defensively. Um, but I, I mean, outside of that, yeah, Wavy's looked. He's looked promising, but I, I don't know. I just, as far as an offensive weapon, it just doesn't seem like 
this team has found that person who consist who can consistently be that. So I think that's probably my biggest question with this team. I think defensively, this team is great. I think Shuttles has been great. I think Nate's been great. Um, but yeah, as far as just finding someone who can consistently put the ball in the bucket, I think that's this team's biggest um, biggest issue. I mean, Wavy's been scoring pretty well on on very efficient numbers. I think it's more about finding consistent scoring outside of sure, him. sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they've struggled at the three for sure. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, but if, if we're ter- if we're appealing to history, I can confidently say that the last number fifteen seed to ever win a bracket style tournament um, was in fact Nick's Gaming, um, who were the number fifteen seed in the ticket last year. We all know how the that pass, worked out for the them. The pass means nothing, Josiah, in this league. The it pass means nothing. No, the past means something. Pass means anywhere between two and four players. That's what the pass means. I don't know what it's the. I don't know what the pass is going to mean next year, um, but that is what the past has meant up until this point, i.e., from the past until now. Um, but but I mean, look, there are a lot of teams who can't rely on the pass. You know, just just looking at those other, um, you know, looking at the main bracket games on the first night of competition as well. You know, the Seventy Sixers really good tournament team struggling a bit recently still an amazing team um but the heat you know the heat i don't think they've ever won a bracket style game in the tournament you know i think they lost twice to wizards district gaming last year i don't think they got a win in the turn last year either um you know they've got an interesting matchup to me um you know even setting aside the history you know, Heat Warriors. That's such. That's a phenomenally interesting matchup. You're just from a very different. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about let's talk about those first round games now. We we have Heat Warriors. So, um, just to officially transition here, go ahead and talk about the Heat and Warriors, Josiah. As I was saying about the Heat and the Warriors, um, <laughs> a very interesting tactical and personnel matchup. Um, you know, the Heat the Heat have been really good about you know working the ball into the into the paint. Uh, trying to get cuts for lobs and whatnot. Uh, they've been very good about that, something that the Magic actually have, have started to mimic a little bit when Kid Cam's in the lineup. Um, but the Warriors have you know someone they consider uh, a defensive player of the year uh, from last year in type at center. That should help. They, they pride themselves on their defense. They can be really good about that. So that, that could play an interesting role into limiting the Heat. Um, offensively, I think we're going to see the, the uh, Heat try and limit what B-Smooth can do. Uh, B-Smooth is, I think, leading the league in scoring, or he's in top three somewhere. Um, he's so leading, yeah. He's leading, yeah, exactly. So that means, as as Len said, um, you know, that means that CB13 has to step up offensively. And it'll be very interesting to see if he can do that, especially against the Heat, who are a very, very good trash talking team. Yeah, no, I. So yeah, as as he said, as I as I pointed out, um, I think that if a team were to game plan specifically to make uh, the best score on a team. Uh, you know, be at a disadvantage so that someone else on that team will have to score. I think that famous and the heat would be the team to do so. Uh, with this, with this Warriors team, I think that they've been, uh, you know, they're, they seem to be one of the more cohesive units in, in the league so far, in my opinion. Um, I think a big part of that is due to CB 13 and beast move, uh, having, um, you know, uh, Skill skill sets that really uh, you know complement each other. Uh, so, but with that said, I think if you take away Beast Move and you force um, CB13 to to then become you know someone who's putting the ball in the bucket, um, I I'd, I'd like to see how this Warrior team this Warriors team looks. Uh, I do I favor this Warriors team a lot. I would not be shocked if they won this tournament. They're actually like. I don't know if they could be considered a dark horse because they're not in a play-in game, but uh, they're definitely a team that I I could definitely see winning a tournament this year, and would not be shocked if they won this specific tournament, uh, just because they have five, you know, five players who can really, you know, like I, I wouldn't be shocked if the gradient was just as good on the small forward lock. If you took away the shooting guard lock, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Beast Move could could score. Uh, Maybe not as good on the um, shot sharp at the two or the sharp shot at the two uh, as much as he is at the uh, sharp shot at the three. Uh, you know, we saw him play on the shooting guard position uh, in the tip-off tournament, and man, he was he was missing a lot of shots. So if it doesn't go well, uh, and if if the Heat game plan to you know force someone else to score, uh, yeah, really see if CB13 can 
can uh, can score. I know, you know, before the league and pro am, there, you know, when with his team, Kiss My Tims, they they were really good, uh, and there were games where he was forced to uh, forced to score, and he was really able to do that. So uh, it's not really questioning if he can do it; it's uh, just questioning uh, if he could do it on the league build. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this this is probably my the most intriguing matchup in my opinion uh, that we have set already um, uh, as far as first round matchups go. So uh, yeah, no, I mean besides that though, the Heat. Uh, again, I think, um, you know, I don't think people have been, uh, really critical on Jay money, uh, to date, just because I think that he, you know, he, he's kind of considered like a third round, third round point guard. And he's really playing again, uh, playing around some, uh, some other really superstar type players, obviously next to hotshot and, and Majestic's been playing well, um, drop-offs been playing well they have a really you know well-rounded uh roster so there hasn't been much uh scrutiny on on the level of play that jay money's been playing on but i think in this tournament uh i think i could definitely see a team coming into their matchup and saying okay uh we definitely don't want to affect jay money because he hasn't really looked the best quite yet uh so maybe they you know ban an archetype uh that favors hotshot or or favors majestic so that uh uh Jay Money will have to carry more of the load offensively in that matchup. So, um, I so I, I mean, the, the, yeah, this is like I, I mean, uh, yeah, this is definitely one of the more uh, intriguing matchups, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it definitely. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you that the Warriors are probably you know a bit favored on paper, um, and you know one thing I like about the Heat though, and just in, in regards to your your last point, is that I think Hotshot is the type of guy who can succeed on, you know, on any archetype, um, you know, just because of what he does already and just creating for himself off the dribble, uh, no matter what. Uh, but you know, just in regards, I think, I think Shea Money is going to come under a lot of scrutiny this tournament. Um, and someone who hasn't really is, is majestic, um, you know, who, who hasn't shot well. I think he's hitting about 30% from three on the year. Um, you know, I think he's really good. He's someone who's going to be able to move around depending on, you know, the archetype band that the opponent picks for them. Um, but I think Jay Money is going to have to do a lot. And, you know, needing to do a lot means he come under scrutiny. And so, you know, you're right that he probably hasn't so much up until now. But, yeah, I think this this sort of tournament, you know, Big Lights, Vegas, that's where you, you look at the point guard and you say, are you getting it done or not? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, it feels like we haven't seen the Heat playing forever. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them play again, especially against such a good team as Warriors Gaming Squad. To the point of CB13's play, I feel like he's kind of the last puzzle piece of this Warriors team. Like Gradian has been playing well. Type has more than proven his worth as one of the better, best defensive centers in the game. And uh, Beast move we already talked about. Uh, leading the league in scoring cb13 is like that last guy who really needs to get it going um if this team like this this is a a good team already but if they want to be a serious title threat i think cb13 is the guy who has to you know get get his uh his scoring touch together because he's had some very mediocre scoring output so far and good good thing he didn't figure it out last week or they would have beaten the wizards by 75 yeah yeah that was that was but ugly. like just imagine um, like beast moves already leading the league in scoring if if, if cb13 can figure it out like a lot of these teams really aren't going to know how to defend this team it's yeah, yeah. it'll be more, yeah, the most electrified backcourt in the league if if he can figure it out i agree yeah. great it yeah we're, we're just taking gradient for granted almost but he's he's so 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 good at lock and you know, all the players speak very highly of his talent so yeah they they could be and Kita's Kita, ah, i'm lapsing into it again uh cb13 excuse me very very smart person very smart player um you know honestly i don't think i gave him personally enough credit going into the draft um you know somehow somehow he fell the 10 yada 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 um, yeah and the warriors uh are the they have benefited greatly from it and will continue to do so if he 
you know, fits in that extra inch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got the rest of the season to figure it out. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. Cause right now he's what's he's, he's averaging eight and eight or eight and nine, eight points, nine assists. Uh, I mean the assists. Yeah. Obviously the, that's great that he's averaging nine assists. That's up there with, with some of the elite guys. Um, but yeah, if he could bump those points up to even 14 a game, I think that's just a huge game changer adding about six to seven more points a game. Uh, yeah. While uh, Beast moves um, the best score in the league, that'd be hard to stop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you know. Obviously, it's 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 inflated by um, their their humongous win, but the the Warriors actually have the uh, fourth highest fourth best point differential in the entire league. Again, you know, extremely inflated um, by their win against the Wizards, but. You know, still indicative, you know, of just how good they can be. And if, as you say, if if CB thirteen tacked on five points, um, you know, with with the rest being equal, you know, they'd have the highest point differential. They they'd have third highest. My math sucks. Uh, no, if you if you added six points, if you went from eight to fourteen, they would have the highest. And if you added five points, then my math sucks. This is, what, this is what happens when you try to do live math on the podcast. I am so um, far removed from being a math guy. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, 76ers Hawks talent. Very interesting matchup here, especially. I mean, we, we can all assume that uh, the 76ers are going to ban that shot crane post score, which just to, today, as of this, what we're recording right now, uh, we put out a video. On that, you should go check it out on our YouTube channel. Um, it, it's it's a foregone conclusion, I think, at this point. 76ers are going to ban that shot crane post-score bill just because shots is so effective on it. How's that going to affect this matchup? I, it's going to affect this matchup big time. Um, shots is is such an important part of what they do offensively. Uh, he's such a good player. You know, he's a good player that you know he'll be able to adjust and, and uh, do well at whatever spot he he picks up in in the uh shot creating post scores instead um but you know i I don't think i don't think it's necessarily been proven that the hawks are such a good team uh if shots is limited that you know that we don't have to worry about them without that build in the 76ers we know what they can do so yeah it, it that's 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 a pretty clear cut um you know archetype clash um that should be a good one um, but you know, shots is, is so important that I would be I will be very interested to see how the Hawks respond with that part of their game plan off the table. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, you know, earlier we were speaking about you know some of these play or majority of these play-in teams, you know, really lack an identity issue, uh, you know, or issues, and um, the Hawks, you know, they they were kind of in that realm until they finally figured out their identity. Uh, but the issue coming into this tournament is everyone knows exactly what the identity is and it being so unique compared to what everyone else is doing. They know exactly what they need to take out of that equation uh, to potentially make it falter. So, um, yeah, I think there's no question they're going to take out that shot post score uh, and really say, hey, Rando, hey, Dev, let's let's see the back backcourt really create some, some stuff. Uh, a lot of you know, even before they implemented that shot creating post score, a lot of their, um, offense was really, you know, spray and pray threes and just, just really count on Arsenal being the best offensive rebounder in the league. And right now, you know, he's leading the league in rebounds. It's really working out. So, I mean, by all means, it could, they, they could still, you know, it wouldn't shock me if they've still found some, still found some success in this tournament, but I think taking out that shot, shot creating post score is really going to put a lot of pressure on that backcourt. Uh, and especially your first matchup being against 76ers GC where you're going to need to score. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, how, you know, how they how they figure this this out. What about the 76ers? Uh, lost to the Kings, which uh, the Kings are not a bad team, I don't think. And then lost to Blazer 5 as well. And it, it didn't look all that great when they lost to Blazer 5. Yeah. Um, they didn't look all that great in beating the Knicks either. No, they didn't. And so what What are we... I mean, this was a team that uh, I think everyone in the entire world came in saying this was 
going to be maybe the biggest threat to win it all. And now they're two and two. Um, how do we feel about uh, what they're going to look like in this tournament now? Yeah, look, they're three and two. Um, I'm going to keep calm and, and carry on in regards to the 76ers. Um, you know, as in you're not worried? I'm, I'm not too worried. Okay. You know, maybe if they bow out in the first round here, maybe I'll, I'll get worried then. Yeah. Um, Radiant, Radiant is still really good. Um, I think you know, I think they're still figuring it out a little bit. That They're still, you know, they haven't hit their peak in terms of what they do defensively this season. You know, they had Fred back on the unlocked for uh, a hot second, and then that was back to power forward, and he's still sort of figuring out pick-and-roll defense from that perspective. Um I, I'm not too worried about them. You know, I think you know they, they put in a good showing in the tournament here. They don't have to win it. You know, get a little, you know, restore a little shaky confidence. Uh, they'll they'll be fine. Uh, yeah. For me to answer if I'm worried or not, I'm actually picking 76ers GC to win this tournament Ooh. as well. So that if that says anything about how worried I am about them. Uh, I think that this team's uh, issue was they waited a little bit too long to uh, find a lineup that. Um, adjusted to what uh other teams began to run uh you know they they on those on the two game uh losing streak you know that first game Nudini was really having uh issues guarding BP the second game they you know they decided hey maybe you know maybe uh Nudini might not be the answer at lock so let's try bread at at lock and and also he wasn't um the answer there either so what they ended up doing the the game after that and granted they didn't look the best but you, you i think what we have to take into consideration is that potentially the lineup they went into against nick's gaming was a um was a lineup that they never played with before so uh you know they ended up putting a breadwinner on the rim sharp and had him uh guard the pick and roll similar to what blazer five runs where they put too cool on the pick and roll on the rim sharp and have uh, the glass cleaner, be it uh, Walnut or in the Sixers um, case, Steez, guard the corner and just come out of the corner to get uh, to solidify the defensive rebounds. In the Blazer game, that's really where they struggled. Walnut just dominated the boards. Uh, granted, Radiant didn't have his best game either or anything like that, but I think that's when they realized, okay, the sharp rebounder is not really doing anything for us offensively. It's not able to get us any defensive rebounds. Um so let's go ahead and hop on the pure glass uh, bandwagon and, and see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm for me, I think, you know, the best teams make adjustments, but I think that the, the – or the great teams make adjustments, but the best teams make adjustments at the right time. And the fact that they found out, you know, what wasn't working for them – midday they lost to the blazers uh you know in the early games went back into the to the next game saying hey let's try this lineup out i think they've went a whole week of practicing uh that lineup and and i i seriously i expect them to come come out of this tournament uh you know i'm not going to say that they're going to dominate it like they did the tip-off tournament uh but I, like i said they're my pick to to, to win and this you tournament. have them winning this tournament over the Blazers over mm-hmm. the Mavs over the Pacers. Care to explain yourself? Well, how the brackets line up if all the top seeds were to um, were to win, I believe that the that the that the Blazers would uh, meet the Sixers in the uh, in the finals. Um, so, yeah. Outside of that, I think what would they? Go? So, say they. I think if they beat the the Hawks first round, I think they'd play you know, the Pacers or whoever the, pl- whoever the play-in winner is versus the Pacers, the winner of that game. And then, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to like they, read they this They play like the Pacers or to, the Mavs. To get a better, yeah, it's, it's a weird format. It's a weird yeah. format. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but needless to say, I think the biggest threat to them is Blazer 5. Obviously, Blazer 5 is the, the hot team right now. They're, they're the best team right now, uh, which is pretty wild. Say the Blazers do win this tournament. That's, you know, we talk about history not, uh, not repeating itself. That will be history repeating itself literally where the Sixers won the tip-off tournament and the, the Blazers won the turn tournament. So, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, you know, the Blazers have earned, you know, the number one power ranking, the hottest team right now, the best team in the league right now. Uh, they deserve all of those, uh, 
you know, accolades and credentials. But um, yeah, I'm just, I, I, I could definitely, I'm not going to jump the gun on 76ers. I know that, that just from watching them, that they, that they were running the wrong lineup, uh, seeing them adjust midday to try a new lineup. Granted, it didn't work. I'm willing to give them another chance to go practice it for a week and see how they look in this tournament with it. All right, so our final set first-round matchup is Cavs Legion versus Jazz Gaming. Two very up-and-down teams. Um, Cavs 3-3 three and three right now, Jazz 3-2, and two, and they've uh, looked a lot better than they have in the first couple weeks of the season. What do we uh, think about these two teams? Uh, yeah, Jazz have looked uh, a lot better uh, in recent weeks. You know, as as we have been saying since the first oh we've week been saying of the for so long Josiah season compete needs for to so score long. more compete needs to be more aggressive compete needs to do more offensively he's doing more offensively the jazz are on a three game win streak gliz has been an absolute revelation at power forward ria's been a very slipped on number 1 overall pick compete is doing more offensively and the jazz have looked yes. really really good yes we've said that so many so times. many can, times even even just on this podcast you can go back listen to the tape listen to the tape we've been saying it for so long compete needs to just score more compete needs to be aggressive and he wasn't that when he made the switch to point guard at first and they still weren't winning and then uh yeah it's like he's an, he's the number three pick He's number three pick at point guard. You need someone who's going to be aggressive like that. And, you know, it, it's fine to get your teammates involved. But, you know, with, with these top point guards, I want a little bit of selfishness. I, I, I want them to be a little selfish, a little, you know, I'm going to get mine kind of attitude. And when, when Compete has that attitude, uh, the Jazz are a much better team. The Jazz get theirs. Yes. So um, very happy to... Uh, to uh, see that he's playing that way uh len what do you think about the Cavs? yeah uh, i mean the Cavs. they i think you know they're 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 obviously not in a playing game so they're not one of the worst teams in the league but they're kind of teetering where some weeks they really look like they you know they figured it out some weeks they don't and i think that uh that them looking good really depends on how Strainer is playing. I think this team offensively, especially in this tournament, because you know teams are going to come in and say, hey, we know Strainer is the one who scores for you on offense. We're taking you know his favorite archetype away and saying who else can score for you on offense. So I think just the biggest question for them is, yeah, who can, who can, score, um, who can score for them in these games? Because the Jazz, you know, early in the season it was like, oh, okay, Moam – he, he's on the same build as Strainer was, so, okay, we take out that archetype. Now who's going to score? But as we've said in recent weeks, Compete's been scoring. Gliz has been really great Yeah, for we, we can't uh, we can't overlook Gliz in, in the yeah, Jazz. Yeah, exactly. No, he's been, ever since he's been implemented into the lineup, their offense seems to have, you know, looked night and day. So I, I think you have to attribute a, at least a lot to that. I know a lot of people like to overlook the power forward and just say, oh, they just shoot out of the corner. But, you know, Comp's doing a really good, good job of, like, running him on flash plays up to the, um, or flare plays up to the, up to the hash and, uh, and getting him in space. And, and I think that's helped their offense tremendously. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest question for the Cavs because I think the Jazz have their answer in that. Uh, it's not saying that competes necessarily going to turn into this 25 points per game score, but he has put the ball in the bucket a lot more consistently than early on in the season. And then Gliz is doing it as well. So the Cavs don't really have someone who has shown they could do that yet. So I think that's their biggest question in that Man, match. But, but what if Compete did turn into a 25 point per game score? Or, or in this then year, yeah, 20 no, points. Then we're, yeah. Man. I hope he does, man. Like, there's been a lot of scrutiny. Oh, you know, number three pick and stuff. He's, you know, he's such a, a great guy. You know, he, you know, he works hard at the game and stuff like that. So it would be great to see him, you know, finally turn around the shortcomings and really, really start uh, shutting people up. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying all along. I've been writing since before this season. Jazz Gaming. They have a first overall pick, a third overall pick, and comp. So you know, it's it's time to show something. Like you got, yeah. you got to at least make the playoffs with all of that, right? So, um, I, they're starting to pull it together. We'll see if they can consistently do it. Um, 
it's it's hard to talk about the rest of these matchups because we don't even know um, the top. Was it five teams in the league? Don't know who they're going to play yet. So um, we'll we'll mostly talk about them in this next segment. Let's talk about predictions. Uh, Josiah, you already wrote about your predictions for the NBA 2K League official website. Why don't you uh, refresh everyone's memory on what you think is going to happen here? Give me a uh, give me who you think is going to win, who you think is going to be the MVP, and uh, a sleeper team to win it all. I I picked Blazer Five. Um, when I picked I picked yeah. Mama to win MVP because I am believing in the state of belief of all beliefs that the Blazers are the best team in the league right now, and Mama is the best player in the league right now. Um, and I'd agree. I you know I I think that pretty much sums it up. I'm you know I'm gonna be happy with that pick. I think even if they don't win it all. Um, because I think that's the pick you have to make right now. Uh, they're the best team in the league right now. He is the best player in the league right now. And then they've got Walnut, who's won two Player of the Week awards, was last year's MVP, and Peroxide's playing well. Lavish has been playing well on lock. Uh, David playing some good pick-and-roll defense. And look, you know, to we've had this question about history and what history means. Only one team in league history has made it to the finals of a tournament once and not a second time, right? Only the Knicks have been to the finals of a tournament um, and then never been back or hadn't been there previously, right? The Blazers and the 76ers and the Celtics have also been there, and they've been there multiple times each. There's some history in tournaments, um, and the Blazers... They did this last year exactly. I'm saying they can do it again. And then magic. So and you then magic for my sleeper pick, but we already we already said that. You are saying you are saying history will repeat itself. That's what I picked. That's what I'm saying. All right. I'm I'm a classicist. Uh, Len, you... I'm a classicist, I'm a historian, I have to believe in, in some uh, some history. <laughs> You're a philosophical guy. Thank you. Um, That's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Len, Yori, uh, Josiah already uh, interrogated you about your 76ers pick and you explained. Uh, give me your MVP pick and why. Yeah, so I think, I mean, obviously, if you know, I go with uh, the 76ers to win it all. I have to go with, you know, their best player to win the MVP. So I have, you know, not only do I have the 76ers winning back-to-back tournaments, I have Radiant taking home back-to-back MVPs in those tournaments. Um, I, uh, I'm i anxious to see which uh, route he goes when it comes to archetype selected at the point guard position. Uh, I know with the playmaking shot creator, he'll be able to dribble more. I know he likes to dribble, so I that's probably my prediction. Um, but I also wouldn't be shocked if he pl- tries the shot creating sharp as well. Um but yeah, no, I mean Radiant, he is um he, he he's the he's the best player in the league to me. I know everyone says it's Mama, but I mean Radiant, uh he, he won the tip off tournament MVP. He had a couple, you know, down weeks. Uh and I'm I'm you know, I'm not just a uh product of the current era. I'm going to take the full landscape of everything uh and and hold on to that however hot take you want to consider it and say that Radiant is the best in the league. Um, and I expect him to prove that again at this tournament. Um, jump into my sleeper pick. Uh, it's, you know, I'm leaning Warriors, but I think it's, it's honestly, it's the winner of the Warriors heat matchup. In my opinion, I think whoever comes out of that matchup, uh, I would not be shocked if either one of those, uh, teams go to the finals and, or win it all. So, um, I, I don't know if that's, if, any of those are necessarily sleeper picks. They're, but I mean, so okay, so I, I'm I'm I gonna mean, be that guy. Through, but we um, so we are, but we already went through like the 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 efforts of trying to find like a, a team that I could you know see potentially coming from the play in games and going all the way. Yeah, and you know we didn't really find anyone who we deemed outside of Jos- Josiah really um, believing in magic. Um, 
that that was uh, unintended. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, uh, the uh, besides Josiah believing in magic, uh, there's no other team I see there that you know I could definitely see. I, to me, like, what are the standings right now? Um, where do the, the wolves are? Uh, well, yeah, not the, uh, yeah. T wolves, I'm definitely not taking as my sleeper pick. Uh, Okay, so Warriors are number seven. Heat check are number ten. So I'll take. I'll say the Heat check. I'll say Heat check gaming is my sleeper pick as tenth in standings uh, to to okay. win this tournament. Even though I really think Warriors, I really am high on the Warriors to win it. Uh, since I I am being forced into selecting a team that's uh, significantly lower in the standings, I'll say I'll abide by the rules and say heat check gaming. Yeah, we'll 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 implement a, a double digit seeding rule here. They have to be a double digit seed to be a sleeper. Um, it's not like so. My pick. Go no, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. To say. No, pl- well, what's what- you were gonna say something worthwhile <laughs> as I. Well, what's funny is as I look at the standings, 76ers are ninth. So like, it's like they essentially they'd be my, if I were to pick the Warriors as my sleeper who are seventh, uh, 76ers would have to be my sleeper. No, no, the 76ers are not a sleeper. I don't care if they're 21st overall. They're not a sleeper. This is subjective. We're playing by the rules we create, not by any hard set rules. The 76ers are not. This is a very official. By any stretch of the imagination, you might have the best imagined in the imagination in the entire NBA 2K league. The 76ers are not a sleeper. All right. What what were you going to say, Josiah? It's really so pointless. All this is just me trying to get us off that subject. Okay. So it's right. not like it's not like I have a monopoly on the magic. A little redundancy I mean, is not the worst thing in the world. We, we just—I don't know. It just allows us to talk about more teams, I guess. Um, which is what I'm gonna do Pick right the now. Magic, I, I've, coward. I—I'm I, not gonna as my as my team to win it all. Or my sleeper, your sleeper team. team. Your sleep. Well, let's, let's uh, not get crazy here. Uh, okay. Okay. So first, I'm gonna go with the team I think is gonna win. I'm gonna go away from Blazer Five and 76ers just because you guys picked them. Pick the Mavs. I'm gonna go. We didn't talk about the Mavs at all. Mavs are good. They're not. Great. The Mavs are good. They're, they're uh, good. They're not amazing. We we have yet to see the Mavs. Um, we have yet to see. I think what uh, seven and zero is always good in the NBA 2K League. It's it's a very impressive feat. Always it's been good. talked about plenty for good reason, I think, that their schedule has been very weak. And even against those very weak teams, they've been cutting it really close. Like, they they beat the Grizz by one point and after allowing only four points in the first quarter. Um, but 7-0 is still good, it's right? Still good. So, so we're, we're not saying Mavs gaming is bad. It's more a question of... Where exactly do they stand among the best teams in the league? And I think that's a very difficult question to answer right now. And that's a question will uh, more lights going to be shed on that in the second half of their schedule because they have a very tough second half of their schedule. I think um, I, I looked at it like a week or two ago. They play Blazer Five. They play the Seventy Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, they they play a lot of really good teams. So. It's really hard for me to pick the Mavs, though, um, and, and not that, you know, I mean, this is a team I picked to be a second seed in the playoffs before this entire season started, so it's not like I I never believed in them and I've always doubted them. It's just, um, it's... Uh, Keep that same energy, Will. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Set yourself up whatever. for Whatever. I know, I know, but but it's very hard for me to pick them right now just because... I just feel they're so unproven right now against the best teams in the league, the top, top teams in the league. Um, So I'm going to go with the Pacers. Uh, The Pacers are a really good team. Their defense is just the probably the best in the league right now. And, uh, you know, the Pacers sometimes keep it a little bit close, but uh, also they blow teams out. They blew out the Jazz by 38 points in the first week of the season this is a very good team 
and Maddie seems to have finally come into his own a bit. Um, we'll that, doesn't see sound, exact... that doesn't sound convincing at all. I, we'll see how he sustains that <laughs> and whether his performance the past couple weeks is sustainable. Um, that's their biggest question. But, I mean, I don't think this is necessarily a team that depends on Maddie to score 20 points a game or... Um, I don't know. It just they they have such good players. They don't need like that super aggressive point guard who's who's going to score a bunch, right? So, but this is still a really good team. And just because I want to go outside Blazer five and uh, the seventy sixers, I'm going to go with the Pacers. I'm very excited to see them go up against. Hopefully, go up against some really good teams if they make it out of the. Uh, the first round. I think that's what I'm most excited about is potentially seeing all these really great matchups against like the top teams in the league, right? Like that's just going to be so exciting. Um but yeah, it it's uh it's the Pacers for me. Bucks definitely have a shot, I think. They've been playing really well. Um the Kings have been playing really well. I mean, they're fifth right now in the league. Um it's I don't know. I'd have a hard time picking them to win the tournament, though. And uh, for for MVP, I guess if you, if you're if I'm gonna go Pacers, I gotta pick someone on the Pacers. Um, it'd probably be Ramo or maybe Swizzerk. I don't know. I, like I feel like it could go either way. Like I I want to say Swizzerk, where like he's gonna have like a profusion at the tip off type performance where he just kind of goes off for like 25 every game um so i'm gonna go with swizzerk uh sleeper team i'm not gonna pick the magic um i don't know this is such a hard question like it's just just pick the magic just pick the magic uh, do i want to pick the magic i feel like i'm the joker in the dark night and, you know you're like coming out with me on the motorcycle like, do it you know you do it <sighs> okay if if i'm gonna stick to my double digit seating rule because i'm a man of honor uh you know what i'm, I'm just gonna go Cavs legion I, and i'm not gonna explain myself so that's my pick <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you thank you will for your contribution yeah. That's uh, that's my pick, and so uh, you know, if they win it all, just go ahead and uh, shower me in praise. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Running on about an hour here. Sick is a very good blitzer. Sick is a very good blitzer and a very good player. Very good player. Very, very good, good player, player on the whole. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is my long one. Oh, let's mention their name. Because they're not going to be happy if we don't mention their name. The Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks are a good team. A Rooks is one Bucks of the best scorers team. in the league. Slay Island has done very well at point guard so far this year. Plondo does not get enough attention as rookie of the year. All right, done. All right. Yeah, that was our contractually obligated mention. All twenty-one teams. Yeah, I think we did. Um, I think that was honestly the only team we had not actually mentioned. I, I may have said something. I don't know. I can't think back that far. All right. I, I think that's that's everything then. So um, this is going to be a very exciting tournament. Uh, they just, Matt Arden, uh, the head of production, just posted a picture of the stage. It's going to be more of a traditional esports style um, instead of like, you know, the the circle that we have in the studio. Cake. Um, yeah, the cake. Call it, call it what it is. Yeah, the cake. Um, so it, it's going to be very interesting. It it seems like a lot of people are going out for this thing. Uh, a lot of people in the community buying their tickets to go to Vegas. So um, hoping to see a packed house at the esports arena. I've still never stood on the cake. I need I need to rectify that next time. At the I have. I know, and that's why I'm annoyed. Exactly I stood on I it annoyed. at the finals. Yeah, okay, all right. At the all finals. Right. Will stood on the cake at the finals. The finals the Bucks, that the Josiah was team. not at. The Bucks are a good team. Ah, the Bucks are a good team. The 
bucks. All right. All right. I think that's everything then. Um, Games start Thursday, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Wizards District versus Magic Gaming. Len, tell the people where can they find you and all of your content. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Len underscore 2K. Uh, And then, yeah, you can see a bunch of... Uh, content that I uh, write on Dimer2k.com as well as on the YouTube channel. We just implemented this uh, new uh, Dimer playbook where we choose some teams and and find out what's going right or what's going wrong with them. So uh, yeah, be sure to subscribe to that and uh, and yeah, so we got some a uh, bunch of exciting content coming out. So it's exciting. Yeah, Len is the guy who edits those videos, so you have him to thank. Um, I think. I think the videos have been just fantastic. I've enjoyed all of them. Um, and Len is going to be at the turn on Thursday. It's in, uh, yep, it's in site. my city. Best believe I'm there. Yeah. So um, he'll be on hand to uh, provide some behind-the-scenes looks and uh, some additional coverage, so make sure you follow him. Um, Josiah, where can the people find you and all of your wonderful content? Find me on dimer2k.com find me on twitter at josiah cohen 13 and uh yeah i write occasionally at other places but they're not important yeah forget those other places (laughs) um (laughs) um, you can find me on twitter at will beverina that's b-e-v-e-r-i-n-a uh i write for dimer2k.com Follow Dimer at Dimer2K. Um, if you're listening to this pod and you don't follow Dimer, then what are you doing? If you don't follow all of us, then what are you doing? Um, we, uh, we've we been uh, pushing out a lot of content lately all about the NBA 2K League. Um, so you should check it all out. And uh, that's going to do it for tonight's episode or today's episode, depending on when you're listening to it. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get our stuff together and put out another episode next week. So we will see you then. All right. Have a good one, everyone.